Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. This is season three of the Healing Chronic Illness with Marley podcast. Hey, friends and tribe around the world. This is Marley. Thank you for joining today. I was digging through some uh, books looking for something and lo and behold I found some paperwork that I have searched high and low for and I don't know why I used it as a bookmark but it is my SPECT scan evaluation report and if you're not familiar with what a SPECT scan is it's basically well let's put it this way and I'll talk about it in Amen Clinic's terms, Dr. Daniel Amen has used SPECT imaging to revolutionize mental health, brain health, and his sole purpose of doing what he does is to put an end to mental illness. So I have been a certified brain health professional with Amen Clinic's since 2019. I, I constantly am learning and am encouraged and referring folks to go get SPECT imaging done. It is powerful and life-changing. BrainSpect is unlike any other traditional psychiatry, which rarely looks at the brain. They're using the same methods for psychiatric care that they did in the days of Abraham Lincoln. Amen Clinics uses brain imaging technology to identify your specific brain type. And so they're able to target a treatment plan that enhances quality of life. The medical imaging work that they do at Amen Clinics looks and makes it clear that mental health conditions are actually brain health issues that literally steal your mind. These issues often go undetected or, or misdiagnosed and symptoms can be debilitating for years and years and I can attest to that is absolutely true. Amen Clinics is different because they specialize in brain imaging diagnostic tool, which your brain is an organ. If you have a heart issue, they, you know, they inject dye into it and do EKGs and they do MRIs for other parts of your organs and they do offer MRIs for the brain, but it's limited. They can see structural things, but they can't actually see what's here and now in real time happening in the brain like brain imaging can. So what SPECT is, is stands for single photon emission computed tomography. What it does is it helps to accurately identify underlying brain issues that can basically explain why your symptoms and your behaviors and your thoughts, etc., are happening. And so it means that you get the right diagnosis and the most effective treatment for faster healing. And when it comes to psychiatric things, you don't want to be a guinea pig trial and error when it comes to mood modulating and um, psychotic drugs. How scary is that? Do you ever listen on television to all of the side effects? Like the treatment is more costly than having the condition. So let's look at SPECT imaging. I wanted to share with you my evaluation report. It's, let's see, I did it five years ago and Here's what my SPECT study findings included. It says brain SPECT imaging basically shows us three things. Areas of the brain that work well, 
areas of the brain that work too hard and areas of the brain that do not work hard enough. With this information, together with the clinical information obtained, you can then come up with a comprehensive treatment program. Now, when I had done my SPECT scan, it was not through Amen Clinics, it was through a uh, unauthorized affiliate, but still I was able to at least get a snapshot of what was going on and overall what it did is it validated everything I had already suspected. So here we go. I'm going to open up my patient file and break all my personal HIPAA <laughs> rights by sharing this with you today. Okay. So the conclusion on uh, my scan showed that the most significant findings included areas of hypoactivity, which would mean lower than normal, in the temporal lobes and orbifrontal cortex. And then secondly, what they found is that I did have scalloping in areas of decre decreased activity in the parietal cortex, prefrontal pole, and occipital lobe which may be consistent with trauma. And then third, there is low activity in the area of the cerebellum. The conclusions of my findings include that I had decreased left and right temporal lobe tracer activity, which I'd said this abnormality may be associated with several different symptoms, including mood instability, irritability, memory problems, abnormal perceptions, which could include auditory or visual illusions, periods of deja vu, and I think I've had some of those as, as the average person. Again, these are maybes, okay? These are possible associations. Periods of anxiety or irritability with little provocation, periods of spaciness or confusion, unexplained headaches or abdominal pain. We have found abnormalities in this part of the brain to be helped with anticonvulsant medication when clinically indicated. And I did go on gabapentin for a period of many years to help with uh, sleep and chronic pain and oddly enough when I was on gabapentin for so long I actually developed more of a burning neuropathy type sensation in my legs which oftentimes gabapentin or the brand name Neurontin is prescribed to help with that instead it caused that for me so no longer on gabapentin since I have done my brain rehabilitation so Let's continue here. Decreased activity in the temporal lobes may also be associated with learning problems, especially reading comprehension difficulties and auditory processing problems. Problems in the right temporal lobe have been associated with social withdrawal, social skill struggles, and depression, and are more inwardly directed difficulties as opposed to left-sided problems. I guess they're referring to the um, temporal lobes on the right having more issue than on the left for me. If clinically indicated, it may be helped by anticonvulsant and medications. Okay, yes. A supplement alternative might be GABA, absolutely true, gabapentin, or go ahead and take the um, GABA through supplement form. There are some really great ones that I can make available if you have a hard time finding them. So what GABA will do is inhibit uh, erratic firing. This is a chain to help with your neurotransmitters. If memory problems are the primary issue, then supplements that would help enhance memory, such as ginkgo biloba and phosphatidylserine, which is true. I did some ginkgo for a while. Phosphatidylserine, I feel like, helped a little bit more. Okay, with the SPEC scan, they do... Uh, 
sorry to break it to you folks. I know a lot of you are really ill as me with medical trauma. You do not like needles, but yes, I had to have an IV because they put a dye tracer into your system. Not the healthiest thing that you want to be putting in your body, but for the sake of this test, it is necessary. And um, they, if you do struggle with MRIs, you have to be still and in an enclosed space. And because they're checking the actual snapshot of how your brain is operating. If you deal with anxiety, guess what? You absolutely are not allowed to take any medications prior to, you have to tough it out. So very likely, you know, a lot of people do struggle having this test, but it's short lived and there's some different things that you can do to help calm yourself to get through it because in the end to just have some validation on why your brain is doing what it's doing is in and of itself like is such a blessing so y'all can handle it okay um with that tracer activity in the left and right inferior orbital prefrontal cortex they saw this that when decreased activity in this inferior orbital prefrontal cortex is seen during a resting state and then improves with concentration. It's often associated with depressive disorders and may be responsive to antidepressant meds. In addition, when pattern affects the prefrontal cortex, the individual may have issues with impulse control, judgment, forethought, learning from mistakes, empathy, and decision-making. Um, I feel like I've handled life fairly well in comparison to other people that have a legitimate problem with that, but Decision-making is very, 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 very hard for me because I am not a very shades of gray person. I've had to learn that. Um, I'm an all or nothing idealist. Just ask my husband. Also, they found a decreased left and right parietal lobe tracer activity was seen that it would be associated with toxic exposure, brain trauma, or infection. Ding, ding, ding. Check, check, check for me. I had multiple head uh, injuries, lots of blows to the head as an athlete and just being an active kid growing up but also might i say that it's toxic exposure that can cause this which i had chronic black mold horrible exposure growing up which led to mold illness at a young age barely made out of fourth grade if you haven't heard me talk about it go back to an earlier episode Brain trauma, yes, multiple blows to the head. And finally, not just toxic exposure, but infection. Um, I'm gonna say, as with most people that look at spec scans, would attribute the toxic exposure being the mold, possibly any type of environmental exposures outside of mold as well, but I know in my case it was mold. And then brain trauma from all the head collisions that I made with the ground and with other things and other people playing sports, etc., And then finally infection would be through the Lyme and co-infection with tick-borne illness. The parietal lobes have also been implicated in attentional issues, direction sense, doing complex tasks, and orienting oneself in space. For the most part, I do really, really good, but when I go into a Costco bathroom and I come back out, I never know if I go left or right. I don't know if you guys have that issue, but I do. And certain times if I've been in a mall, if I walk in a store, I walk out, I don't know if I go left or right. So um, I do have a little bit of trouble with orienting myself in space, but overall I generally have a pretty good sense of direction. This was sad for me to see that I had some scalloping on the brain 
and um, your brain should look pretty and smooth and not have little lumps and bumps in it but mine did the finding occurs when the brain on the outside surface of it views as scallops or dehydrated i am chronically dehydrated part of that is the autonomic nervous system dysfunction and having pots where you have to pee every five minutes and you literally can never quench your thirst but Part of that also is one of my diagnosis is Sjogren's syndrome where I do not produce enough lubrication and saliva in my body. It is a form of mild lupus or undifferentiated connective tissue or mixed connective tissue disease. Another label, let's move on. It's often associated with toxic exposure. Again, that the scalloping happens in the brain such as drugs, alcohol, or environmental toxins. I know it wasn't the first two, it was the latter. It was environmental toxins, infection, or oxygen deprivation at some point in the past. Think about that, my friends. I know of quite a few people that have had traumatic births and have been riddled with anxiety and attention issues their whole life and i'm not talking so severe that they've got the really obvious brain damage where they have more physiological symptoms and ways that they have to manage through life and be challenged with people that have had traumatic birth and had a lot of oxygen deprivation i'm just talking about people that had oxygen deprivation and now honestly have a chronic baseline sense of anxiety it is because you have been brain injured my friends i don't know if it's an oxygen thing or uh, head trauma or uh, toxic exposure but spec scans can show you these findings and validate you and it gets better okay because it gets you an action plan so um, next thing on my report says brain injury combination of findings suggest past brain injury. These findings include, I have decreased prefrontal pole activity, decreased temporal lobe activity, decreased parietal lobe activity, and decreased occipital lobe activity. When I hit my head the worst, it was in the back right base of my skull. I was double bounced off a trampoline and ended up on a pile of rocks head first with my feet way on top of me. So extreme blow to the head. Um, very, very, very fortunate that I did not break my neck. I have all kinds of issues with um, my cervical spine now because of it. and. Uh, that's a whole other story in and of itself. But again, this can show brain injury and a TBI. Confirmed TBI for me. So next thing on my list was hypoactive cerebellum, which means low activity in the cerebellum. It's involved with executive functions, learning, memory, attention, visual, spatial functions, language, and personality change. Some studies propose that the cerebellum, through its afferent and efferent circuits with the cerebrum, perform a global function capable to influence motor behavior, cognitive functions, and emotion. A fault in this function could cause the behavioral deficits for which it's responsible. So there you have it, folks. There is my dirty results exposing you what's going on between my ears with my spec scan. So 
diet, lifestyle, cool things that you can do to support are have a diet that's 70% vegetable, 30% protein, and include lots of healthy fats. Consuming most carbohydrates and vegetables instead of refined flour products or processed foods, which I generally have to stay away from anyway because grains carry uh, fungus and mold, and most grains, the yummy kind anyway, have gluten in them. So uh, I have to avoid grains as much as I can. Not fun. All the yummy stuff, and I love French. I love French food, and it's full of fluffy flour. <laughs> Um, this also includes the slow absorption of sugar into your blood and will consequently slow the release of insulin. Yes, there is diabetes in my family. Avoid the spikes and highs and lows in blood sugar have dramatic effects on your mood and cognitive functioning as well as your overall health. As you have probably heard, sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Uh, I generally need to eat protein earlier in the day and carbs later in the day. In addition, whenever possible, eat organic and locally sourced foods. Obviously, enjoy, <laughs> enjoying, no, avoiding GMO foods, preservatives, food dyes, colors, artificial sweeteners, other additives. Okay. And food sensitivities, eliminate gluten, casein, both of those have shown up on allergy testings for me, not only in blood work, but energetically as well. And um, casein is the protein that's in most dairy products. Very, very hard for me to break down. So with avoiding food sensitivities, you would know that it keeps your histamines in check and doing so calms down neuroinflammation, which improves mood, energy, alertness, and cognitive function if you are working within these guidelines and remaining gluten-free and dropping the sugar and avoiding dairy products. That's for me, okay? Um, if you need to go hardcore and follow a diet similar to this, you can get some helpful information at GFCF diet.com okay other nutritional places that are helpful uh, are well let me just give a shout out to miss tana amen she is beautiful i'm telling you what check out tana online she has an incredible cookbook she puts out snippets on social media all the time about proper eating and hormone health and dealing with insulin resistance and uh and anti-aging and longevity she is the bee's knees absolutely love miss tana and then also we need to incorporate aerobic exercise extremely helpful for overall brain health continue to make exercise part of your daily routine exercise at least 30 minutes but not for more than two hours well i don't have a problem there unless i'm out on the hunt somewhere um, but try to keep your heart rate sustained at a, at a good pace to give your body aerobic exercise. I am not a runner. I don't love it. I do love to go on long bike rides and hikes and things like that. If I have a destination, I like it. I've never loved running because it's just the jarring. I just don't like it. And um, unless something's chasing me, I generally don't run. So multivitamins there's some really great ones i you know i love um, the products that i sell i love brain md formulas i stock those in my clinic 
and you can order them online. Hey, give me like give you an opportunity to shout out if you want to check out my website URL in my clinic and you can get supplements there if you need directive. You can even do a brain typing quiz on yourself and it will help support you in knowing what supplements to buy. Just go to harmonyneurofeedback.com and check out the resources section and start out with the brain type quiz on there. So lots of great information. If you go ahead and decide to get a spec scan done. Oh, isn't this interesting? It says on my report here, the NARN, NARN, <laughs> excuse me, non-pharmacologic treatments, yes, bring those on, are meditation prayer. Yep, check that, done that. Absolutely believe in the power of prayer and meditate if you're able. Brain training, what? I have the absolute best brain training system there is. It absolutely trumps and blows out of the water. Any of the ones where you've got to focus when you can't focus and you're not up to it, it further dysregulates your nervous system and beats yourself up. And we don't need that. So go easy on yourself. Get yourself a neurooptimal brain training system and just let the brain training happen flawlessly, seamlessly, passively, and with pleasure. Love, love, love neurooptimal. And guess what else is listed here? Hyperbaric oxygen therapy or HBOT. So this is where I started all of this. When Dr. Amen told me that it wasn't too late for me, even though I had clobbered my head so bad all those years ago, even this report shows that, you know, HBOT's commonly used to treat patients and has been proven to be beneficial due to its ability to stimulate permanent new blood vessel growth and those new vessels are able to provide long-term benefit by increasing blood flow and oxygenation to improve an individual's physical endurance, mobility, and brain function. In addition, HBOT significantly increases the amount of oxygen that's available during each treatment. Many patients report improvement and alertness very early in the treatment process. Yes, my quality of sleep went up. My uh, ability to, I had, I think I've had 58 dives now. I was ordered 80 after I got my spec scan. The psychiatrist who looked at my results went over my whole case file, said, listen, you have a confirmed traumatic brain injury. I want you to do 80 HBOT sessions. I believe I was close to 2.4 ATA. I'd have to go back and look at the notes. I went up and down a little bit depending on the day and depending on uh, what I had talked to with my practitioner, but uh, my HBOT experience did not start out very pleasant. If you have questions about HBOT, you can always message me, uh, email, you can reach me at harmonyneurofeedback at gmail.com or um, text me 321-405-2795 if you're in the United States or Canada. You can ask me to forward you information on HBOT that I would recommend. And if you happen to be a podcast listener, that's how you found me here. You can find it on an earlier episode, I'd say within the first 10 episodes of season two, I have the incomparable Kevin Hurdlebrink on there talking about 
HBOT therapy, not just for Lyme and TBI, but for some other cool things. So check it out. Revolution Hyperbaric Clinics in the state of Oklahoma. Absolutely life-changing. They have the big, big, big hard shell chambers. They can go deep. I think I even went 40 feet one day because um, we got to chatting and it was fine. I know that uh, Kevin's wife, Veronica, had gone 40 feet because that was her sweet spot to deal with migraines. But you do have to be careful and you do have to be with a practitioner that knows what they're doing. The reason I love Revolution Hyperbaric is because you walk into that space and you can just feel that you're on the outskirts of heaven. They love God, love people, absolutely incredible experience. And they have chambers that are big enough to accommodate two adults comfortably. I was doing yoga in there and say for families with children with autism. And I'm actually seeing now that there are more than one child in a family on the spectrum and God bless their parents. It is so difficult to have more than one child, even one child alone on the spectrum. So a place like Revolution Hyperbaric has chambers that are big enough that mom and dad and kids can all be there together and all be oxygenating their brains and like at a cellular level. It is an absolute must as part, if you haven't heard me say it, I'll say it again. Before you do anything else on your journey in chronic illness, look into the brain, look and focus. If you need to get a spec scan done, contact me. I am affiliated with Amen Clinics. I'm an Amen Health professional. I can get you a 10% discount and get your spec scan done see what's happening so that you can target treatment, whether it's supplements or it's a certain type of medication. You might have a certain type of an anxiety depressive disorder. There's more than one. So why throw a, a medication at it that if you can tailor it by knowing what the brain needs, why not do that and save yourself just the possibilities of very scary side effects happening and so SPECT imaging is an absolute must as part of the treatment puzzle. Start with it. Get a game plan. If you need help, let me know. Reach out. HarmonyNeuroFeedback at gmail.com and I can send a referral over to you. Uh, right now there's only Amen Clinics in the United States, but they're all over now. They're in every corner of the country and in the center parts as well. So let me know if I can help you. But that's my SPECT imaging HIPAA non-compliant podcast for today. I hope it's an encouragement to you that you can look to ways to like incorporate taking charge of your health. There are so many people that are just so sick and tired of being sick and tired. So look into the brain, look and see what it's doing, get a targeted approach just like you can get a targeted approach if you know exactly what kind of mold that you're dealing with to eradicate it from your system and from your home, you can be looking at ways to help rehabilitate the brain and the central nervous system. HBOT, neurofeedback, prayer, meditation, you can do it, healthy diet, healthy lifestyle. I'm excited, I'm working on a program right now. It's gonna be, I'm gonna prototype it here locally. I'll be putting together a Love My Brain workshop 
and then I plan to roll it out online coming up in 2024. So my friends, God bless you. Hang in there, stay in community, keep the faith, stand in faith, and um, I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you.